We here at Our Sports Are Virtual Major League Baseball. Our product provides an advanced and authentic experience in the hybrid category of fantasy and virtual sports. By owning and operating an Our Sports franchise, you compete for championships and money in leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise and handing out business cards that say Team Owner, Our Sports is making that dream a reality. Find them on Twitter at Our Sports Baseball and on Facebook as Our Sports Baseball. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Who wants to walk with Elias? What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game! Welcome everyone, Three Count Thursday, live facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Jim and Ryan here with you. It is uh, Thursday, January the 11th, 2018. We're the podcast of the millennium. You can uh, follow along with our show. NGSC Sports is our home network. Go to NGSCSports.com. Also, uh, follow their sponsor, Our Sports Baseball. You can also hear our show daily at LeabSports.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Play, and Stitcher. Visit UndisputedBelts.com for all of your fantasy football belts, custom belts, championship rings and much more undisputedbelts.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram we're all are at three count thursday you can find all of the links and much more relating to the show over at three count thursday.com our shirts over at whatamaneuver.net we will have more coming this month and uh with our new logo again you can see that and much more over at three count thursday.com ryan we're inching Closer and closer. Well, I should first ask you how you're doing. What? How are you doing, Ryan? Jim, we've been over this. I, I came in 30 minutes ago. We were talking about it. How, I'm doing great. How well, you are you didn't, doing? I mean, you didn't come in like live on the show, though. We're doing a show? Well, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Tonight. Right now. Live. We're right We're right there live. On Thursday. Right there live. Okay, there you go. What's up, everybody? Get the frame a little how better. How is everybody? Uh, Frank checks in. Happy Rusev Day, everyone. Yes, happy Rusev happy Day, everyone. Happy Rusev Day. Uh, Jason Lee, Patrick Devin. Day. I can't I, believe I, I forgot it. I feel like I forget almost Jim, every day. I didn't even get you a Rusev Day present. It's okay. I didn't get you one either. Okay, fair. So we're, we're okay. You know what would make a great Rusev Day present? Going over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and picking out some of their sweet, sweet swag. Yeah. Using promo code 3COUNT to save you some money. That would be 10%. 10% off. Now, like, that's probably just on, like, the first order, right, Ryan? What do you mean? That's on any order you make over Wait, at- wait, wait, hold on. So, like, most places, you go and you use a promo code, and it's, it's like, your first order. So, you go to, you know, like, one of those food delivery services, and there's a promo code from, like, a radio show. Right. And you get, like, 
30% off your first order, but after that you get hedged on the price. Nope, it's every every order. Today, so, tomorrow, next Thursday. So I'm 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 slow. It's it's been a rough that's week. That's fine. So you're telling me every time that I go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Collarandelbowbrand.com. And I click on the store. The store, right. And you would pick items that you want to wear. Right, like T-shirts, hats. Hats, beanies. Uh, they have like, they, I think they have towels. towels. They have, you know, they have all sorts of items over all there. All sorts of them. And all I, all I have to do is put in the promo code three count, which is the number three in the word count. That's correct. And all one word. All one word. And every single time I do that, I get 10% off the order. Jim, that's what I'm telling you. Holy shit. What? Sounds like people should probably do that. People should do that. I'm telling you, this is the comfiest hoodie I've ever worn. It looks comfortable. I have now. What's the, you got the uh, Louis G. Rich shirt? I do. On I have that. the yeah, yeah. I, I I bust his chops a lot, but uh, still support my my boy Louis G. Rich. So uh, Louis, if you're out there, greetings. Um, the new Atomic Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. That's awesome, Louis G. Rich. What a way! Uh, and was that? Was that still in December? That was still in December, that correct? That was in December. So right. he starts the new year as their champion. He's a hashtag belt collector. The guy wins Ooh. championships where he goes. Well, and there was a, what a great show that a was. Federation in uh, Lancaster that is no longer around that he never lost the belt. You know, he'll be quick to remind you of that. So he is undefeated. forever. He is forever the uh, KPW champ. Correct. Undefeated. Wow, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, a couple other people checking in. J- uh, a couple of Jasons. Michael also as well. Welcome in, guys. Make sure you like and share the video if you're following along live. We'd appreciate that. We'll be joined here briefly by Hannah Hartkopf. She'll be joining us in, in just a f- few moments. Uh, next week, I believe, uh, we have Kakoa on the show. And Sahara 7 will be joining us on February the 8th. Uh, lots of great stuff coming up over here in the next uh in the next couple of weeks, Ryan. So a lot of uh, a lot of exciting things on on in store. Uh, plenty of stuff going on in the world of wrestling. Yeah, busy little week. I mean, I didn't think Raw or SmackDown was great um, in general. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing there was nothing landmark about it. I, I mean, uh, there there's a lot of attention, obviously, going towards um, going towards the. Raw 25, which is coming up here soon. Is that this coming Monday, right? Next Monday. Not not this coming Monday, but okay. the following so Monday. So a week from this month. Although I believe today, to the date, today I believe is 25 years since the original Raw had debuted. I think today <clears throat> is the actual 25th That's anniversary. Correct. We will celebrate it in two weeks. And dude, what a stacked lineup. Yeah, yeah, that's um first yeah. of all, I love the old raw theme. Which I I'm, I'm gonna play it a little bit later. <gasps> Are you? Dude, my throat is killing me. My voice well, dude, is already shot. We go from like twenty five degrees to sixty degrees. Tomorrow it's like fifty nine, I believe. And then Saturday we're gonna drop off a cliff and go below we're freezing. We're gonna go again. from <clears throat> like fifty five to it sounds like 20. you're hitting puberty. Congratulations! This is a pretty big moment. It's a big moment. It's a big moment. This is big. Uh, Jason, no, it is not a year round Christmas tree. Haven't just haven't gotten around to putting it away. Thanks, Jason, for bringing it up. I was gonna bring it up, but I didn't. I didn't want to be the guy. You didn't want to be that up. guy. Uh, this will probably be the last week for it, at least until obviously next Christmas. Uh, Jason says he can't wait to see us at CWA. That's coming up. Yeah. Obviously, here in in just a couple of weeks, we're looking forward. Dude, uh, are to that we show. ever? Yeah, that show. Super looking forward to uh, that. Definitely, definitely going to be doing a commentary there. Looking forward to that one. Uh, hopefully, it's not damn two degrees in an ice storm that weekend because well, that would 
suck. It is it is Delaware in January. Yeah, it's it, much like Pennsylvania. But I think it's looking okay. I've looked out pretty far. I know it's hard to forecast the weather. It's but tough. It's tough. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Um. One probably one of the more depressing things is obviously a place that we've been to, the Paradise Grill. I love the Paradise uh, down, Grill down, down there. Uh, down there on the Delaware Bay. Uh, there's like webcams you can go on uh, for like Bethany Beach and Rehoboth Beach and uh, Paradise Grill is one of them. Nothing sadder than pulling up uh, a, a beach webcam and just seeing piles of snow and ice. <laughs> it, is, it is really one of the saddest stories in the uh, in the entire uh, world. Yeah, I, I'm always a big uh, like a boardwalk cam checker. Like I love seeing the boardwalk cams and it is really, really depressing to see that. It's weird as shit to like pull up a, a boardwalk cam and see snow and then the snow stops and the and the sand's there like it's just where snow and sand meet is just one right of the weirdest just, it's not right it's not it's not right. right it's really not right uh but while we're on it i want you to go over to cwa delaware just make sure you do a search it is uh cwa delaware and follow them on facebook they have some awesome things going on we're gonna have tickets we're gonna give away tickets to this show um they are hosting the first annual Raven Black Tournament. Yes. This is what we're going to be talking about, especially with our guest. But this is going to be just a huge, huge event. We have Sunder Rose is going to be there. Deanna Peraza. I mean, it's a who's who right. in women's I, I feel professional like, I feel like almost like on a daily basis, we, we, we check in with them. And the, this list is growing. Right. Of talent that is going to be at this show. And, so. and, and we're not talking like next door. These are big names. Like... These are these are huge. Yeah, I can't. I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I saw Deanna Perrazzo. It has. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. It's been a while. We used to see her on a fairly regular basis. We haven't seen her. Santana uh, Garrett. Yeah the the list um, the list is huge. The list is great, and and we are looking forward very much uh, to that show. Bill Neville checking in with us on the on the live video from the New Age Insiders. If you've never uh, checked them out, make sure you do that. Um, you know, God, my voice is just a complete, I cannot wait, complete effing train wreck tonight. I'm on their Facebook page now and I'm just getting excited looking at some of the talent. Who's some of the talent's going to be there. I'm going to try. First of all, Larry Legend's going to be there and I love that guy. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, the first real mermaid of professional wrestling. Um, she's currently the atomic championship wrestling rogue women warriors champion, uh, Tess Valentine. She's going to be there. Uh, again, just make sure you check out CWA Delaware on Facebook. CWA Delaware. Um, I forget exactly what their Twitter is, but let's pull. Let me pull, up their say, let me pull well. that. Let me pull that up right they're, now. They're tweeting out stuff on the regular um, about about the talent, about their roster. Um, just adding a depth of female wrestlers. At that, CWA Action uh, okay. is is their Twitter page. So make sure you check that out as well and uh, give them a follow. And we retweet a lot from there, and we'll make sure we put up the uh, the link on our page. It's Capital Wrestling Alliance, CWA, uh, Delaware on Facebook. But, yeah, they're doing some awesome, awesome stuff, and I am super excited to be part of this uh, roster as the commentary team for three count from Three Count Thursday. And, uh, you know, this one's definitely circled on my uh, on my calendar coming up. Yeah, it's, it's uh, two weeks away. Yeah. Um from uh from this weekend so make sure you're following along with us on social media because we are uh we are soon going to give away we have uh six i believe front row tickets for this show that we'll be giving away and and uh so look look for that here in the uh in the coming days uh on, on how you can win 
front row tickets to this great show coming up in just a, a couple of weeks. But we are uh, we're happy to welcome into the show tonight. She is going to be at and performing at that show. Uh, Miss Hannah, Hannah Hartkopf, joining us here on Three Count Thursday. Hannah, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, we're doing very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, the first oh, thing. No problem. It's just um, I do have one thing though. My name is pronounced Hannah Hartkopf. Oh, I, that's all. I'm not I, Hannah. Many apologies. Many apologies. I, I've oh, you're I, I've fine. been I've been a train wreck all day. So uh, again, now now oh, we're. Oh yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> I've dealt with it like my whole entire life. Like, oh hi Hannah, and I'm like, no, my name is Hannah, but you know it works. You didn't know, so it's all good. All right, we're we're good. Hannah, welcome into the you show. Know, we actually watched a couple of videos, and and we actually assumed. That the ring announcer just had an accent, <laughs> and and he pronounced it because we even said Ohana, Ohana. That uh, it sounded like he was pronouncing it uh, differently. So the the ring announcer was right, and us here at Three Count Thursday dropped the ball dropped yet the again. Ball. <laughs> here we go. Well, thank oh, you for joining right, us, Hana. Because like I actually like it sometimes. Like, well, not like it, but I mean, like when ring announcers, you know, pronounce my name wrong. You know, I come out all like you know mad and everything. And then people are like, "Why is she all mad?" And then I get all up in their faces and stuff. Sure. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun with the banter back and forth, so it works. Absolutely. Um, so prior to and and this is some background information, and, and for those that uh, maybe aren't as aware of uh, who you are. Um, prior to getting into the business, you know, when did, when did your journey, when did your love for professional wrestling start? Was it when you were a kid or was it a little bit later? Oh, I mean, like I've always like loved professional wrestling. I just, I always thought it was cool ever since I was three and my dad, you know, he would turn it on and Hogan and all them, they'd be on TV and, you know, and as a little girl watching a bunch of, you know, big, strong muscle guys and speedos. You can obviously tell I was straight back in the day. Like, I was like, ooh, boys. And I would sit there and watch, you know. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, the time drew by, and I'd seen, you know, the women in there, and I just thought that was cool because, you know, at the time there wasn't HD or anything, and the right. 90s didn't really have that good of fashion or makeup or anything. But on TV it looked great. And so I'm like, oh, I want to be, you know, like those women and stuff. And, you know, it's always been like in and out. And I did, um, I wanted to do the original Diva Search back in 2000, and I think it was six. I think that's when they did their first one. Yeah, that sounds about And right. actually the, yeah, and the, um, yeah, the guy I was dating at the time, he was like, no, you dislocated your hip. They don't want people that are injured. They want people who they can, um, you know, like, that are healthy. And then if they get injured under contract, then it's different and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? But at the time, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence in myself or anything. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, years went by, and I got back into teaching gymnastics again. I got my body all, you know, fit and everything. And I was just watching a match one day, and um, I just seen some of the guys just start doing some of the stuff. And I'm like, I think I can do that. I mean, if I can tumble again after, you know, my uh, hip injury and everything – I think I could do this. And then, Mm -hmm. boom, that's how it started. I just looked up a school, and it happened to be Ohio Valley Wrestling, which that was probably one of the, you know, best things ever for me as starting out in pro wrestling to have that great, you know, background being taught and, you know, the old school way and everything, and it just flourished from there. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the time you spent there at at OVW. Um, How did you you, uh, choose them, first of all? Uh, Was it your first choice? Uh, Obviously, it's a great a choice with the history that they have there. Um, and how much mm-hmm. did your history in gymnastics and your experiences in that um, help you in, like, transitioning in the ring? Well, um, like, okay, with the transitioning from going from, you know, gymnastics to pro wrestling, 
That is actually really hard for me. And I know a lot of, you know, other girls that have done gymnastics and stuff before, and they do pro wrestling. And I've asked them, you know, how did you get over from training to always land on your feet or your hands? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you have to start learning how to train to, you know, um, flip and now land on your back or on your face or, you know, st- stuff that, you know, we're grown and taught to not do, <laughs> you know? Right. And so, um, and it, all it is is it takes the hard work and dedication. And if you've got that mental block, just like in gymnastics, you just do the drill over and over again, or you move on to, you know, something else or do a different type of drill to help you get over it. And then one day, boom, you just get over it. And it just, it works. Actually, my first back bump, which is hilarious, I literally was like, I squatted as low as I could. And then I did like a little backward roll. And then I just like snacked my arms. I'm like, okay. But then like each time, you know, I got better and better and better. But you know, when you're taught to go backwards and to not land on your back, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's hard. Sure. Yeah, now uh, wrestling in the uh, in the Midwest and on the East Coast, there's obviously no shortage of uh, of wrestling promotions uh, around that that region. Uh, have you found mm-hmm. that that you know having that much, I think uh, diversity maybe is the right word in in, in the number of pr- promotions has probably helped you in in the advancement of your career. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's good for you know not just pro wrestling but for any business. There always needs that there always needs to be that healthy dose of competition, but not just competition that just works against each other, but competition help actually actually like work with each other and to help, you know, brand each other and to help, you know, expand. You know what I mean? Sure. So Yeah. Now you've uh you've wrestled obviously lots of matches. Um some indoor and some outdoor. We've never mm-hmm. asked this question, um, and and it's something that it, it's a great question. And uh, our producer Matt puts the questions together. Um, is there a, is there any difference in preparing for an indoor or an outdoor match? Do, does the elements come into play when wrestling outside? Obviously, uh, the sun and the, and the glare might, but how much how much difference is it wrestling inside as it as opposed to outside? Oh, I mean, like th- there is so much to take in consideration because, like you know, obviously. It's really, you know, like the weather, obviously indoors, you can kind of keep it at like a certain, you know, regulated temperature and humidity and blah, blah, blah. But like outside, just stay hydrated. That's all I can say. (laughs) And, you know, and make sure you have, you know, your Gatorade and stuff like that, because whether if it's like cool outside or if it's hot or if it's dark and you're under a lot of light, it's just, you know, sometimes being outside, you know, I mean, it's always good though, having that fresh air and stuff, but it can kind of like take the wind out of you a little bit. That's pretty much it. Uh, now you've uh, you've made a name for yourself in both AIWF and NWA. Um, how did how did being a part of these two companies, um, you know, obviously one you know, NWA having kind of that uh, name notoriety there, um, help you as your career progressed? Oh yeah, no, it was um, awesome. You know, being the AIWF Women's Champion, especially you know. Um, when I, you know, worked hard for it and I wrestled, um, Jocelyn Navarro at, um, NOW, uh, in, in Toledo, Ohio for it. Great match. It was a good car too. And, um, and being a part of like the NWA, it was just, it was really cool. Cause honestly, like, you know, when you're younger and stuff and you see all these promotions and then when you get out of it, you don't think that some of them are still around. And then, you know, you, when you get back into it and then you start understanding more about independent wrestling and then some of these companies have been around for like 15 years or more. And you're just like, wow, where, where was I, you know? Yeah. 
Now, uh, recently you've had some tremendous opportunities uh, in the wrestling world. Um, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, have watched the match. Uh, you took on Bailey on an episode of yeah. Raw. Um, let's talk about that opportunity. How does something like that come up? Um, and and how has it impacted your career since? Oh, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, when you do get into the wrestling business, not only is it, you know, just the right people, but you have to do, you know, the right things until the right paperwork and stuff. And then when that opportunity does arise, you obviously take it. And, you know, and ever since with that opportunity, I mean, like, I'm one of those, I'm very humble. So I, I'm not one of those people that's always like, oh, throwback Thursday or whatever. I was on Raw. Like, if you see my page, I I just have, like, you know, my stuff on it. And, you know, and if you're cool with it, hey, it's cool. But that also got me um, actually a couple of uh, different bookings to other promotions. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you noticed me. Okay, this is cool. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go. Now, you also appeared on yeah. uh on, on, and it was with GFW on Impact. Um, how different are, like, are those operations? Um, just, I mean, I don't want to, you know, pull back any sort of curtain or anything like that uh, too much, but um, mm-hmm. just, just how different are, are those two operations, kind of the big two in the United States? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the size, obviously the set, you know, the people, you know, and obviously like location, stuff like that, you know, that's all different, but you know, the mentality backstage, you know, the way how everyone treats each other and everything like that, it, it was, you know, all the same. Everyone was very friendly, very kind, very, you know, um, you know, giving me advice and stuff like that, telling me, you know, uh, you know, stories from back in the day. It was just, you know, it's like, you know, they both open you or they both let you come in with open arms. You know what I mean? And it's just, you know, they're both really good companies to work for. And I was, you know, very happy and thankful for the opportunities that I was got, given. Awesome. Obviously, one of the uh, one of the reasons we're having you on uh, at th- th- this time is because in a couple of weeks, uh, you'll be part of the CWA roster making their debut show down in Delaware. Um, and they've, as we were talking, oh, I know. I'm excited. Yeah. I've it, never been to Delaware before, so it's going to be really, you know, you know, an extra place on my map of, you know, places that I've wrestled. Oh, there you go. And this one's, this one's, it's unfortunate kind of that it's in January cause it's so close to the beach. It's only maybe a 15 minute drive to Bethany beach and some of the beach points, but, uh, you know, a lot. That's okay. I live in Orlando now. Oh, I live oh in okay. Like, then, yeah, you like, don't... like right now it's 72 degrees. I love this. I'm literally just in like, you know, my capris and just like a, you know, a sweatshirt. And I'm like, hmm, I'm perfect. I could I mean, be like this all the time. I'm right. trying to sell her on. I'm trying to sell you on Delaware, <laughs> Delaware beaches, beaches. And you live in Orlando. Now, Ryan's in his capris yeah. though too. He he just he just got some new ones for Christmas. Um, but... Yeah, well, guys are naturally like you know they're always hot blooded, and you know at least with me, I'm always cold all the time, and so that's why like when I moved down here from Ohio, I was like I'm not looking back. Like I want to be in this weather, even like during Hurricane Irma, even though like it was all raining and stuff, I was still sitting outside of my porch while there's like you know the trees are like getting like blown over and stuff like that and you know but i was outside enjoying it i was just like oh it's so nice and warm and just yeah it's a little wet but it works see that sounds like a good time to me that really does that's something that's right up my alley. oh my god yeah i don't know that i'd sit oh, outside yeah, no, in a hurricane look- but i i would prefer oh, yeah. warmer weather <laughs> Um, no, you should look on my, um, I think I got on like my YouTube channel and I think I got on my Facebook. I did a video, um, MJ Jenkins, uh, she videoed it, which was super funny. Cause we're in the, like right before the, like the storm really super hit us. 
we're because we're we're not from down here. We're up north. Right, we don't know right. what hurricanes are. We're just <laughs> like, oh, it's a storm. It's fine. You know, we're fine. And we're the type of girls that we're just like, a tornado could be, you know, going by. And you know, as long as we're away from it, we're like, hey, no, we're good. We're good. It's all right. You just like wave and to it, so, like hi, tornado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like, oh, is that it? Oh, maybe I should just move over here a little bit. All right, there we go. You're all right. And so, um, and we're just like, this can't be it. And so just um, as coincidence, uh, she was talking about uh, Michael Jackson, the Earth video, and how, you know, he's in the storm and standing there, and he's, you know, in between these two trees, and he's dancing or whatever. Well, I said, I was like, hey, we should do a video. (laughs) <laughs> and we should put it on the internet and she's like oh my god Hannah, no i'm not doing it and i'm like i'll do it i'll get in the mud i'll do the dirt i'll you know i'll get into all that yeah. and she's like okay and so uh, we go outside around you know my apartment complex and we're just looking around for places and we're just like you know what whatever let's do this and so we ended up doing it oh my god i don't know if you see it on youtube or um facebook it's hilarious because i'm actually like i'm dancing i'm in like these skinny jeans and some like some uh cute boots with heels and and uh, I even go down in the mud and everything. Oh, it's too funny. I got like 12, uh, what's it called? Um, splinters. Because I was holding out of the tree and the trees down oh, here. Like, oh my God, all they do is give splinters. But yeah, it's called commit. There it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, CWA here in a couple of weeks. Um, some of the names that have been announced besides yourself, Kelly Klein, Santana Garrett, Deanna Perrazzo, Um mm-hmm. Obviously, there has to be excitement with the debut of this company. What is it? maybe personally mean to you to be a part of this uh, this impressive roster? Oh, I'm just really honored that, like, I would even be considered to be a part of something, you know, not only, you know, this big, but with the type of cast and everything. Obviously, you're around, you know, great minds and great wrestlers and, you know, great women of the business and stuff. And so, like, to be, you know, going from, you know, just a girl that you know kind of did wrestling for fun and now like actually like moving up to the next step and you're just like wow this is just this is getting really cool like it really is i just love every step of my you know of my career so far it's just been great now uh now at the at the cwa show again it's the first annual raven black tournament uh you're going to be teaming with amazing maria uh, you're taking on um, yeah. the native beast Nyla Rose and High and Young. Um, have you ever worked with Amazing Amazing? Amazing. That's easy to say. Right. Amazing Maria before. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like it was like we were working at the opposite sides. You know, pretty much we were in a steel cage match, triple threat. It was uh, her, myself, and Haley Shadows, and uh, so I mean that wasn't fun. But I mean, it's wrestling. You got to do what you do. Sometimes you got to fight your friends. Sometimes you're teaming with them. You know, sure. as long as we understand that it's sport, you know, it is what it is. But I love her. Oh my God, I love wrestling. You know, um, like with her, like as a tag match, because like her and I, we've got like the same ideas. We've got like the same concept, and it's just like we're just gonna go. Cannot wait. Now, do you feel like we can predict tag team gold for the two of you in the future? I don't know. We. You, People would have to go ahead and book us and see, you know, what we do. There you go. There you go. That's, uh, that's about as perfect of an answer as uh, you can as you can get. Um, now, Hannah, what are your thoughts? And and this is a question that that we we love to hear the answers. We've gotten so many different answers uh, to this question. What are your thoughts on the current state of women's wrestling, and not only uh, from the independent scene, but all the way up to the top? Um, you know, with WWE, you know, they've made some amazing strides over the last couple of years and, 
uh, really kind of changing, honestly, some of, a lot of the mistakes that they themselves made for so many years when it came to women's wrestling. But but now I think you know you're, we're seeing it, you know, headline pay per views and Hell in a Cell matches, and um, you know, there's been such an importance on women's wrestling. Um, what what is your kind of take on the on the the current state of women's wrestling as a whole? I mean, it, it's it's a little like I don't know. It's 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 kind of like a tough question to answer properly because I don't want people getting the wrong idea. Okay, it's one of those things. Like, I mean, did people forget that you know Trish Stratus and Lita they you know main event Raw let alone the ring was, you know, bloody and just gross and, you know, and all that. But they put on, you know, heck of a match. I mean, that happened because, you know, they were awesome. They right. really were. And, you know, and I think maybe, like, after that, maybe there was a time where, you know, maybe, you know, women, they didn't think that they, you know, had to go as hard or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I just, I've just noticed within the past, you know, 10 years, it's the level of wrestling and it's just the way how they work it now like i think like now it's now taken like again more seriously because before it was taken seriously when i was growing up you know i'd seen you know um you know all the great ones you know like sunny and all them and i just i never thought that there was a problem because they had you know their belt they had their everything and they put it on you know right so but but now, like, obviously, yes, the level of wrestling for women has in increased incredibly. And I give props to the girls who can do stuff a lot better than me, a lot more than me. You know what I mean? It's just like, damn, you go, girl. You know? And I respect that. But uh, uh, this, like, revolution is something I'm like, I didn't know that I had to fight for something. I just knew I had to be better, just like in any other sport. Every sport has their levels, and obviously when you beat those levels, you know, you get better. Now, if some people don't want to work as hard or whatever, then they, you know, it, you know. But like I said, or, you know, and like even you said with the quality of, or, yeah, the quality of girls that are going to be at this show, like, it's full of amazing women, especially, like, you know, with Santana and Diona, like, oh, my God, like, just their level of athleticism, let alone, you know, the wrestling, you know, psych and their abilities. It's just, you know, it's amazing. And I think that, yeah, like now, like people are really realizing, oh, this is what it really is, you know? So, but yeah, no. I don't know. So I'm in the middle, I guess. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's a great, a great look at it. I think people forget um, how great Trish and Lito really, really were at that time. Um and everybody yeah. just kind of I mean, likens yeah, there it wasn't like a lot of them either. So that probably didn't help either. There wasn't a lot of girls that would go toe to toe and do the crazy stuff that they did. Sure. I mean, God, you know, but you know, yeah, I agree. You know, I think, I think people forget, you know, your ivories and your, and your Jacqueline's that, uh, were oh, really, yeah, really yeah, tough those... too. And they, I mean, they would throw down and everybody Absolutely. just remembers the term diva and, and the bras and mm -hmm. panty matches and the pillow fights um, when they look back and on I, that I era. I miss that. I really do. I'm one of the female girls that very few that actually misses the bra and panty matches. I thought they were funny. I thought they were, you know, it was just, you know, it, it livened it up. And it's not like they wore, well, okay, yeah, they did wore like really super skinny. <laughs> but, you know, at the time for the TV rating and everything like that and what was going on at the time, 
yeah, they had to do what they had to do. But I mean, you know, every once in a while, it's kind of funny, but it's a kid's, you know, certain places are now, you know, at different ratings. So now they have to look at it at a different way, but that's why there's other companies out there that will go that route and say, Hey, we are a PG 13 type, you know, wrestling company. And you know what? That's fine. That's the whole part about, you know, American democracy and business. You go make your own business and do what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you bring up a really good point. Like I think it, it fit what it needed to fit at that time. Um, I don't know, maybe if a women's battle Royal would have went over really well, you know, back in the attitude era when, you know, we're talking about the divas and in those terms like that. Maybe it maybe it fit the role it needed to. And sure, I mean, I, I think personally all, am glad it evolved myself because I mean, all wrestling has evolved. Correct, it's, it's all well, evolved. So. Right. Oh yeah. Now. Oh uh, yeah. And then it'll probably end up going through its cycle. It'll be awesome for a while, and then like you know, and the same thing goes with you know men's wrestling. Like you know, sure. and it's not even just men's; it's both. You know, characters like now we're starting to get away from the. You know, like the people that actually have a character that's more fantasy and fiction and people are now doing more like the serious route, which, you know what, great, that's awesome. But you need to have that variety. If, if everyone's all bland, then what makes you different than from the other person besides just like your wrestling moves? Absolutely. And right. you really got to try to like get the audience behind you because what does separate you? Right. Yeah. Not everybody can be Randy Orton. We do need the air goes every once in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. and- Sure, that makes total sense. No one could just go out there and get booed, and while as he's standing up on the turnbuckle, still get booed, and then but yet he puts his arms up, and then all the women go nuts. Sure, right. I mean, I can I think mean, of like, two people. It's Big Jim and Randy Orton. Those are the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now uh, you've had you've had a really impressive career so far, uh, and it looks like great things are are still on the horizon. Uh, what are some of your goals? that you have set for yourself for the rest of 2018? Oh, God. Um, just try to make it better than my last. Okay. That's pretty much it is. I, like, um, like I've got, obviously, you know, goals and stuff like that. But, you know, as of right now, you know, um, wrestling is, you know, uh, what's it called? It's teeter-tottering with, um, you know, obviously, you know, my bill-paying, you know, job and everything like that. So, but now... I'm actually this year, I should be able to have um, like a better schedule so I can actually go out and wrestle more, train more. And that's all I care about. I'm just like, I need to just keep, you know, uh, practicing and evolving. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The the final actual (laughs) question uh, that we have is one that we ask everybody and and it's I think for me and, mm-hmm. and maybe for Ryan as well, one of, one of the probably the most fun question that we get to ask is if you had to pick one opponent, one match, who would your dream match be? And, and would it be uh, any stipulations to it? Or what, what, what does what does Miss Hanna's dream match look like? Oh, my God. Anything like against uh, Sherry Martel. There it is. I guess the first Sherry like, Martel that we've had. That is. Like I'm, it's, I'm sorry. She's just, she's awesome. She, oh my god, just, ah, uh, I just, and plus she had, you know, not only the knowledge of like, you know, Mula and all of them, and you know, and she would obviously, you know, do stuff that you know they would do and kind of like, you know, pass it down, you know, through women's wrestling and stuff. But just like her attitude, and then like her, you know, promos and the way how she worked, you know, with all the wrestlers and everything, and she also made it to where, as a female manager. 
you know, you're not just, you know, this, you know, hot, you know, piece just, you know, looking to look good. You know what I mean? She actually, you know, did stuff and she took bumps and plus like, it's just, oh my gosh, plus her hair and her makeup and her just, especially when she was uh, with uh, Macho Man and she did that craziness. Oh my God. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. A hundred percent would love it. Every minute of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the best of all time. Um, so before we let you go, uh, make sure to, to, to plug any shows, um, obviously CWA again in two weeks, uh, that you'll be at, but, but make, make sure people know where they can follow you on social media and, and keep up to date with everything going on with Miss Hannah. Oh yeah. Um, like my Facebook and Twitter and Instagram is all, uh, Miss Hannah 419, M I S S H A N N A H 419. Cause you know, shout out to, you know, all my Toledo peeps. You know, and then actually this Saturday, I will be at the World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling in Circleville on, uh, yeah, this Saturday. And then what else do I got? Oh, and then obviously, you know, I've got CWA after that, January 27th, which that's going to, oh, my God, I just, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. And then after that, I've got uh, Pro Wrestling 2.0 down in Orlando on February 13th. And then on uh, February 17th, again, I'll be in Circle of the World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. All right, very good, Miss yeah. Hannah. We look forward to seeing you in two weeks in Delaware. And uh, until then, take care. All right, perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. All right, absolutely. Have a great night. Great. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. And again, thank you to Miss Hanna for joining us here tonight on the show. Give, make sure you give her a follow on social media. And uh, we appreciate uh, some of the feedback on the uh, Facebook live video. Again, if you're following along live, make sure you like and share the live video. We'd appreciate that. Um, we had one question during the uh, during the interview, and it's, definitely, it's a topic that uh, we were going to bring up anyway. And, and I'm not sure. Do you know if Matt's going to be uh, joining us here tonight, Ryan? Matt... Did you did you summon him? Did you no, did I you mean, sing the Matthew song? I I, I can't man. With the voice. <clears throat> no, you got lucky today, Jim. I did. I did. You got lucky uh, today. But uh, hopefully, Let Matt me will reach be out to Matthew, and we'll see. If not, it's going to be me and you, and It'll just be us. You know, you and I. But I uh, think Mark's probably at the uh, the Pennsylvania Farm Show. Hershey Park is closed. Intern Mark's meandering around the uh, the farm show, spreading the good word of Three Count Thursday, the Three Count Thursday gospel, if you will. You think he, he, yeah, that's what he has to be there. I think I'm sure he's there. They, they you, sell milkshakes. You, Mark is at You sang the song and uh and joining us on the line. Let's get his intro music. Here comes the money. Here we go. Matt joining us live. Wait, that's Shane McMahon. Ah, uh, see what I did. Matt, how's it going, buddy? I was I was doing fine. Until that happened, um, <laughs> I, I fully expected you to just hang up when uh, I thought option. about it. That when I, when I put that out there, but uh, maybe can- what I can do to be like really clever because this has never been done in wrestling before. Like maybe I can keep coming out during the middle of the show, and you can just keep playing my music, um, <laughs> kind of like what Shane did at the end of SmackDown because I'd never seen that before. I was I was stunned every time he came out. Wait, wait, you've never like, seen that before? It's like it's happening. Oh, it's like, like he can't come out again. So sarcastic. There he Matt, was. He's being there sarcastic. He Matt's being right. sarcastic. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I am slow today. Uh, I'm K- not going to lie. I thought SmackDown was the shits this week. I'm going to come out and say it. It, uh, it wasn't great, 
this these are the notes I, I put down from SmackDown because like I, I've tried to kind of get away from like recapping everything because if people are here they've they've watched it right they're not coming to us for that I agree um Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon saga continues um Mojo Raleigh advances and I Gable and Benjamin are heels I thought the Usos were the heels you know what the Usos are uh, are not the heels apparently right like. Gable and Benjamin come out and just start laying into the crowd. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, don't, I, I was so confused. And it's so awkward to see, like, Shelton. Well, Shelton Benjamin, I guess, can do it. But but, but Gable's, I think, struggles to be heel. He's such a, such a right white meat baby face right. that it's like just. He's all-American boy. Right, and people and... respect him. I think he can, he can go really well. People respect him. His, his suplexes are, are crazy over. His strength that you see him, especially with the Germans, is 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 over people respect that but they're like yeah we don't we don't know what we're doing with our tag team yeah like it just it was here's the deal they haven't been demolished by the bludgeon brothers yet so there's that that's a good thing yet yet right because i mean i mean once they're done with fandango and and breeze where are they gonna go probably gable and benjamin probably um yeah so that that was literally the the notes i had on smackdown yeah and and the and the Daniel Bryan Shane things just getting old now. Right, like, like either give me Daniel Bryan in a match, or or don't and just move away, move away from it. Hey, you, have you heard the the talk today there, about what, Daniel uh, Bryan turning triple, down? What's that? Daniel Bryan turning down. I think it was on one of the sports sites, turning down a pretty significant offer um, with the WWE that would pay him. Similar to what a like top star, a top wrestling star would get, but that would keep him in a non wrestling role. Oh. That was the and again, don't take it from a grain of salt. I don't, I don't have a, a I, source yeah, to I where this was one. from, but I, I saw it this morning that that Daniel Bryan turned down a significant sum of money that would have paid him again at a top performer level to not perform. to not perform and 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 stay within a role. Um, when so I, naturally, then everybody jumps to the conclusion that he's done. Well, I think out. I saw something. Uh, I want to say yesterday that Triple H commented that, at least as of now, anyway, Daniel Bryan is is not cleared, and and he didn't think um, he would be in the foreseeable future. Now, again, uh, people within the wrestling business can kayfabe publicly, pretty pretty easily you know so uh i again we can't read too much into it but what about what about k again who k who uh wrestlers have a great relationship with k yes yes uh um, k gets around and uh and the only notes i'll just get him out of the way for raw um braun tried to kill people yeah, that was unexpected. He pulled the uh, where the hell does you find a grappling hook? I mean, we've been backstage at at, at, at Raw before, right, we, and I never just saw a grappling hook laying around. What the um, hell? You know, maybe maybe I don't know. I uh, didn't even know grappling hooks in 2018 were still a thing. I thought that was like 1970s Batman shit. <laughs> grappling hooks. It would have been so much better if he would have like pulled it out of his belt. Like it's the first time we did. saw grappling on Raw for about three months. But um, bump. Hey. hey. Um. So Braun tried to kill people. Uh, the Balor Club was still a thing this week. Yeah, and that's cool. And appears to be moving forward. Uh, two sweeting and all of that. So that's that's a good thing. They did the two sweetie stuff. They, yeah, right? they did the two sweetie stuff. Um, the Miz is back. Going to be going. It, it appears towards the uh, 
Intercontinental title again, fine which with is that. fine That's, by me. I saw you. We're very Miz heavy today. You have the, the WWE flag upside down. You have the belt just... Oh, wait, that's right. I'm on a leg. Right, yeah, right over Just there. Just below, um, right? Well, the, the Miz is back. Um, he has a new show, reality show, coming out with his wife, uh, The Miz and Mrs. So that'll be on USA. Right on the USA. That'll right? be no, something that's that... That's something you're going to watch for uh, sure. Are you kidding? Of course. Matt, is this something that interests you? Uh, I might give it an episode or two. Now, Ryan, that's... No, no. no not at absolutely. all. I'm what do you not... care less about, Miz and the Misses, Total Divas, Total Bellas, or the Mixed Match Challenge? I give the care the less about? Care the least about. Oh, I don't, th- there's a three-way tie. For the, the three reality For the three, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you're more you're more likely to watch the Mixed Match Challenge than you Which are. Which I hate and I think is stupid to put it on Facebook anyway, but yes. Yeah, yeah, it's so horrible to put live videos on Facebook. Not only that, but how awkward are all of the like, like the interaction between Natty and Shinsuke made me like oh uncomfortable. Uh, almost all of the. I think that was just a Natty thing, wasn't it? Like <laughs> Natty's like, oh, I get to talk to a boy. It's exciting. <laughs> She's like, hey, have you bought your uh, hey, Natty cat ears yet, Ryan? No, I have not. Have you? I you're have, you're the Natty mark of the I group. I have not. I have not. I actually haven't bought anything on the WWE shop in like a couple of weeks. Are so. you having withdrawal? What? Right. Well, I have bought. There's there's two in front of my monitor here. Uh, the the Austin and Rock retro figures. Yes. I have the other four coming, oh, and then geez. I guess there's ones dropping at Target this week. Yeah, I saw the four newest ones that come with a little base. The Goldberg, oh my God, oh, Goldberg, shit. Styles, Styles, Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah. So that's yeah. I get paid tomorrow, so uh, I'm going to be going to Target probably right after. Yeah, I saw them. They dropped this week in in like stores. I, like here's the like I got the Rock one. The old like the old Hasbro style ones. Yeah, I mean, no, they're from Mattel, right? Mattel still makes Mattel them. makes them. Okay. But uh, yeah, they'd be. Are they sized correctly to the old Hasbro ones? I haven't. I haven't compared, but they they appear to be. So there's okay. the uh, there's the. Oh, look, there he is. He's got the knee brace. He's in front of Ryan. Better look. Uh, what? But yeah, I uh, I'm just a glutton for these stupid things. Right. Between that and now, I'm up to I think 27 or 28 Funko Pops. Oh, Jim, I love that. It's music to my ears. I've I I have I have the um, what's that? The the site where you can like. Oh, you have the Funko Pop Tracker. Yeah. You've actually started the pop entering tracker, your, your collection pops tracker. Tra- oh, I'm so excited. Uh, let's see. I'm what my old, old pop price guide. 28 items. Estimated value, $321. Yeah, that's sad. We're, we're sad people. Yeah. We're going to have to get that number up still. I mean, 28 is not it's shabby. It's getting there. It's getting there. Um, my number one is the Clark Griswold and Cousin Eddie two-pack. That's a solid one. That's a good one. A I like that one. one. Oh, my Jason Witten one apparently is going up is in value. Is on the rise. Is on the rise. Any on the on the fall? Oh, my Braden Holpe one's on the fall. The Caps must have had a bad game tonight. Frank said the uh, the new Mattel retros are scaled to the old Hasbro style. Okay. I mean, they yeah, looked they, really they, similar. They, 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 yeah, they they appeared to be. I just haven't ever put one side by side. I I had I had not either. Um, and then my my last note from Raw is, um, that that I personally thought it, it might have been. And not that there's a lot of, to compare to and to pull from, but I thought it was Enzo's maybe best performance yet from entrance to 
I thought it was last week when he had the flu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his ankle now. I haven't seen anything to to the ankle injury being anything, but it looked like that ankle like legit buckled on that. I believed it. I was tweeting. I live tweeted raw, which seemed like a chore this week. It really did. That's how I it know like it wasn't a great raw because it, I was struggling to like find funny gifs <laughs> to to tweet during the show just because it just wasn't very captivating to me. And I, I mean I, beyond beyond like the Brock Lesnar Braun Strowman and even that I was like, oh, fucking Kane. <laughs> well, and like the like the grappling hook and the like the staging thing being pulled down, like it was clearly like a pre-tape. Like it, the lighting seemed to, like it just seemed obviously very I thought Paul Heyman sold it very well. He Heyman to, did sell it really well, he but pretty excited. Um I hated the fact that they came back from commercial and then like showed the trussing safely on top of like everybody and there was room to spare between like your right. body like why would you show that angle where it's like yeah. oh there was still it, three foot clearance it's like to, when they to... kept showing the uh the angle on like when kane tombstoned linda mcmahon correct and her head was like four and a half feet from the ground right like granted you know he's not actually hurting her sure but doesn't that kind of you don't have to show it repeatedly right maybe it was just the jarring downward motion that that her old decrepit body couldn't handle. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but those are my notes. That's all I really Vote have. Vote McMahon, twenty twenty. <laughs> um, but Caleb um, asked about uh, a comment a little while back uh, on the on the live video. And if you have anything you want us to talk about, if you want to throw a comment up there, uh, we'll try to get to it. Um, and if we don't like it, we're not going to talk about it. Well, sure, obviously. <laughs> That's um, not true. We'll talk about pretty much anything. The Young Bucks and Cody, there, there's been a lot of buzz uh, about a potential 10,000-seat show sometime in uh, in 2018. Well, they've at least... Maybe it, they'll put this one in Hershey. I guess it's possible. I mean, 10,000, it would it would fit in the Giants Center. It would fit 10, in the Giants Center. Would fit. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, we're not going to get anything else in, in the... Uh, no, the WWE's in, not going in the, to. In the Giants Center, apparently. Um but they've they've created a Twitter account. Uh, it's called all in all underscore in underscore twenty eighteen, uh, and they are all saying I'm all in September first. Mm. So it appears a date is set, um, no location, and and I, I but I think I saw uh, a tweet yesterday. It said that uh, they will reveal a location at coming. Uh, the what's the YouTube show like? Uh, Being the elite. Being the elite, so I, I think that, yes. I think that's the when when they're going to unveil the location. You know what they won't be unveiling during that that episode? What's that? Too sweet. That's correct. They will not be too sweeting. One sweet over the. They could one sweet it. And one sweet. They could rising star Rob Lloyd it, but they cannot too sweet that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like Rob Lloyd has patented the the rising star at this point. Well, but the the. the yeah, Rob Lloyd's looking into legal services. Ooh. It's a so are they going to have to be like three sweet? They'll just have to like fist bump each other. They're going to be like, we better get on this. We better get on like a three. I, I, I think mean, I, I don't like know if that one's a good one either. I feel like if the Young Bucks did the Rising Star thing, the only person that would really be upset would be Ryan since he's the one that gets super mad when anyone else tries to Rising Star Rob Lloyd but him. Yeah. 
It's it's true. Nobody can finger what, a crowd like Rob. I, I was going to say, what did you call it? <laughs> Fingering the crowd at at ACW. Yeah, nobody nobody can. Um, but no, I mean, I, it's I think it's it's exciting that, that that there's guys that are you know going out on a limb and and you know trying to make you know indie wrestling and wrestling outside of the WWE is as big as it can possibly be. Right now, this is like they are totally backing this. This is not a New Japan or Ring of Honor no, this show. Is, this is kind of from their pockets they they're putting their money where their mouth is and i love the idea of the whole all-in thing i think it's a great great promo- uh, idea i think it's gonna sell like a hot cakes yeah and i mean here's the deal we're how many how many months away from it i know i'm gonna get it right i'd yeah. love for it to be close to be able to go to f- go to, to it. it right exactly you know and, and if it's not you know we'll try and you know find a way to to purchase hopefully pay-per-view or we'll send intern mark wherever it is just wherever. To send him? Right. What if it's in, like, Alaska? Have either of you seen the, like, fake all-in poster with I have. the different matches? I have. Love them. I love, uh, I love multiple superstars I'll, creating their own all-in posters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, of of the one with, like, the Omega versus Punk, like, who on that poster do you think would be the most likely that they get, aside from the Young Wex and Cody? Omega. I think Omega's. Uh, well, I, Omega already tweeted that he's all in. Well, then my answer is correct. <laughs> F you, Jim. <laughs> Act like I'm not right. <laughs> okay, I mean, is there anybody that you know is a more? Oh, intern marks on the video with us. So what is it? that one had? Uh, Omega versus Punk, Brian Danielson versus Ibushi, um, the villain versus Neville, uh, Jericho Mysterio and Liger versus Young Dude, Bucks. Fucking Neville's not leaving the WWE. People have to get off that shit. Yeah. Um, and they would have called him Pac anyway. Get the fuck out. Of right, exactly. Well, they said the villain versus the king. Oh, oh okay. So, so you said Neville in your WWE marked him. Well, if I say the king. <laughs> I know, loud and clear. I okay, if you. I say the king. Okay, if I say the king, that's what you sound like, Jim. If I say the king, who do you picture? Elvis. <laughs> so or, villain, Jerry, or Jerry Lawler. The villain versus, yeah, exactly. Marty Skrull versus Jerry versus Lawler. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> one night in I Memphis. I that happening. Actually, yeah. I could see that I think one. Cody just wrestled jerry lawler i think yeah probably probably i think it was for i think it was actually for the roh title wow obviously it was pre lawler did not win correct right yeah yeah okay no castle was the champion but cody fought but he still fought for the the title got it that makes Um, sense out of those matt the, the, the one that's probably the most likely right now i would probably guess jericho or Mysterio would be the more, most likely to be I would on that go with bill. one that's not on that bill, probably Joey Ryan. Because he's Joey Ryan, for sure, okay. being part of that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be something that uh, that I'm going to you know enjoy you know watching as it develops because it's it should be huge. It's something that's going to be completely different. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, Speaking of completely different uh, – TNA Impact tapings back to the four sided ring, right? Four sided ring. Um, I love that they just can't make up their mind. Well, now I guess what it's uh, Scott D'Amore and Don Callis are running TNA. Okay, so okay. Uh, Don Callis, the Jackal, right? Um, so I mean, they they, they changed. Do like, you think more people know him as the Jackal than Don Callis? Well, yeah, that's why I. That's why I said that. Okay, that's fine. Just I just I just figured if you're listening to Three Count Thursday and who Don Callis is. 
That's all I'm saying. You, you, you say you even don't have to do SmackDown because people watch it. I would just assume you knew who he was. That's all. Okay. Well, when a minute ago, if I would have said the king, you would have pictured Elvis or Jerry Lawler. Correct. But now somehow I'm an asshole because I have Didn't to point say you out were an asshole. Jackal just said you're a WWE mark. Over That's Don all Callis. I'm saying. That's all. You're fine. <laughs> you're it. fine. What are you so upset for? Um, but yeah, Impact Wrestling back to the you get all bent out of shape. You're acting like Adam Lavelle now. You get all upset over nothing. I'm Jesus. not. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about that guy. Um, but no, Impact back to the four sided ring. Uh, Austin Aries back. Austin Aries is the Impact champion. Uh, spoiler alert! You already too put late it. Now. You already put it on the social media. I totally did. I jumped so, all over that. Um, shit. which is fine. Again, if you're listening here, you've probably already seen all of that stuff. That's but, correct. Um. What's your favorite Jackal match? I'm curious now that we're on to- onto this topic. You know too. that one. That one? Is that yeah, what that it was? One. Yeah, that one you're thinking of. Is that it? Yeah, Was he one. in the Truth Commission? Yeah. Was that? Are you sure? Or are you I just saying know. yeah to pacify yeah, me? Yeah, pacify you. You're an a-hole. <laughs> so a little bit ago, Matthew Barry asked if we had heard of Tyler Matrix. We have heard of Tyler Matrix. Uh, I don't know if he's still the OVW champion, but I know he was a champion down at OVW for a while. He was just at the last Legacy show. Um Really, really phenomenal. It was the first time I saw him live. I'd love to see him back up in this area. Yeah, absolutely. Just to, to keep track with the uh, with the uh, uh, Facebook feed. And Lee Swaggart asks, who's Don Callis? So, Jim, why don't you <laughs> let's read Don Callis' uh, uh, biography. Oh, the Jackal. The Jackal. That's, That's all it jackal. says. I pull up his Wikipedia. It just says the That's Jackal. Fair. Matt, what's your favorite Jackal match? Was it that one, too? Yeah, it's the same one as you. Wow, amazing. If, out, of, out of all of those great matches... Just that, that, we all, that we all came back onto that one. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, good to see Aries back uh, in, in, in Impact Wrestling. Um, you know, I, I want to say that, that I'm, like, like I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it, and, but I feel like we're in that like three-month loop where it's like, oh, new management, new champion, new ring, new... I think what they had the uh, the Twitch logo on the uh, on the ring apron. Now, were you a fan of the Jackal in the Truth Commission or in the Oddities, Jim? I'm just curious which which incarnation of the Jackal you really. I'm going to do this all fucking show, so buckle <laughs> in, folks. <laughs> um, Truth Commission or the Oddities? Probably the Oddities over the Truth Commission. Okay, and who was your favorite Oddity? Um, Don't the, fucking say the Jackal. <laughs> it's a Jackal. Jackal. It's a jackal. Um. The the um was it was earthquake with the big with the mask on with the Cartman T shirt yes earthquake with the mask that's actually what he went by yeah earthquake with the with, with the, the mask on with the Cartman T shirt Golga yes yes, yes that okay. one holy hell what a horrible faction yeah they weren't they weren't great they were not great and they had the insane clown posse with them so that was something yeah it's uh, Kurgan was there that was exciting yeah yeah that's yeah the uh, the oddities right. What else was he in? Or are you just going to just drop it? Well, when, when I feel like okay, it. Okay, when you feel like it. Okay. Um, any other thoughts uh, in, Impact Wrestling? Is there, is there, are, you, are you excited about the changes to Impact Wrestling? I am. I am. Like tonight, we had they had Spinelli versus uh, Chelsea Green on. You know, it's, it's awesome that we've, we're seeing a lot of former Three Count Thursday guests. Sure. You know, getting a great opportunity. Uh, I mean, Desmond Xavier's out there. I mean, it's really, really cool to see a lot of a lot of – um, you know, friends of the show, personal people that we've met, you know, multiple times, um, you know, getting an opportunity to perform their craft on television. Um, you know, I want to say, you know, I still don't have pop TV, so I still can't watch it live. I can watch it from there. Pop's finally in HD now. 
Really? Yeah. For oh, all this man. time Impact's been on pop, it hasn't been HD. Didn't know that. Yeah, but they finally... It's that big anthem. Yeah, I could... Well, if you watch it on on demand like I do, it, it is in HD anyway. But, yeah, it's, if you want to watch it live, you can do that as well. Right. Wait, wait, so the prior to them now broadcasting in HD, you tell me the broadcasts were not in HD, but the on-demand was. Correct. (laughs) How? There you have it. Wow. Um, What a weird network. How, uh, I mean, uh, I like seeing Austin Aries back in a role. I think that he can flourish in having him be a heavyweight champion outside of the cruiserweight division that the WWE put him in. Yeah, it still boggles my mind how you fumble that so badly. They just I, have nothing for him other than fum- like fumbling Austin Aries or yes, fumbling the, yes, the Austin Aries. cruiserweight division. Austin Aries. Yeah, and I and again, I think it it speaks to that. And and I, I don't understand why. Obviously, to have a cruiserweight title match, you have to have two cruiserweights. Correct. But I don't I don't understand why they can't wrestle outside of that division. Why you know. Austin Aries, when he was there, couldn't have wrestled Samoa Joe. Correct. Right. I, that it just doesn't make sense to me. Or like Finn Balor is not a part of two hundred five live, but if he wanted to, could challenge for the cruiserweight title because he's under the two hundred five. He's under. Right he's here. under the weight. Yeah. Right. Like I just uh, kind of pigeonholing those guys in, into that division and only that division, and this is the only people they can wrestle. It it just right. I think I it's mean, a I, bad idea. Like I think I feel like WCW did that for a while, and then and then eventually you had people like Kidman breaking out and doing other things. But it, I I'm, I think I feel like I'm at that point where especially well, you're going right, to have them overall. Spoil WCW for me. I'm still working my way through the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more Adam Lavelle jokes. <laughs> oh. That is solid. I appreciate that. Oh, that was good. Uh, for- <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Nope. Frank says uh, the HD depended on the market. He always had Pop HD here in Delaware, but his friend in Lebanon only had standard definition. Oh, so that at least makes he sense, has Pop. it in Lebanon. I'm stuck here in Blue Ridge, and they don't like. They're like, "What is Pop TV?" Right, right. Yeah, they. You know the old like TV <laughs> guide channel connecting the, the cord at the Blue Ridge. There's the one channel. person at Blue Ridge, and it's that old lady that's working there. You know, the old TV guy channel. She's like, we still offer that. Just the old, old. (laughs) It's it's tough. She still subscribes to They are fumbling cable the way that the WWE (laughs) fumbled Austin Aries. (laughs) Yeah. No, it it is a shame that that he didn't work there. And, um, you know, but he's he's somewhere that, you know, I think understands who he is and, and what he can bring to a company. That's almost as bad as when the WWE fumbled the Jackal's talent and he found his true calling when he left the WWE <laughs> in mid-1999, debuting in ECW as Cyrus the Virus. I love that this is just going to keep happening throughout the show. Wait, what was the year on that? That was mid-1999. Okay, so they did steal the character from the awful film Con Air and turned it into a wrestler. Good to know. Oh yeah, that is that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that movie and that character. Um, wow, I'm just reading some of this uh, and just how bad it must have been on to be on TNN that um, he would also display uh, 
affection for roller jams and rock and roll <laughs> that they just oh. had to keep promoting on ECW. Wow. Um, oh, that's great. Oh, Jeez. God, I forgot about roller jams. Roller jams and rock and roll. I don't even remember rock and roll. No. I do remember roller jam. I remember watching roller jam. I I do not. Really? Yeah. You picture, you seem like a roller jam guy. No, that's surprising. I'm sh- I'm honestly it's... shocked you didn't have like roller jam jerseys. Is that I'm because I had be... XFL jerseys? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Raw 25 is coming up uh, a week from this Monday, and uh, the 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 guest list for this just continues to grow. I hope they use this song too. Here it is. Keep going. I love it. Oh, yeah, I'm not letting it play. So you can talk over it. You can slide a key to the loop, but I don't give a Reminiscing. shit. Wait for it. That's so good. So when they had the first old school Raw at Hershey, they used the old theme. They had the old set and everything. And... The, was it just the R.A.W. logo? Was that or was that they had the R.A.W. Okay. entrance, but they did have a Titan Tron. OK, but it was just like the single old old style screen. And they had the scaffolding. They had like, the, you know, the blue aprons and the red, white and blue ropes and all that. That siren. You know, plays. That's the only thing that's playing in the crowd. Like usually when you see a live raw and the pyro. Well, the pyro used to go off. used to. Yeah. But, like, the music's playing, and they're doing the camera shots and all that. Correct. For that, it was just the siren. Oh, no. So when they go to commercial, siren. When they come back from commercial, siren. Every hour, every commercial break for three hours. <laughs> it was it was pretty brutal. But When uh, you say siren, that reminds me a lot of Cyrus, <laughs> who was a crucial member of the ECW <laughs> roster until ECW folded, at which time uh, he went, he back, went back, back to the, the indie circus. Oh, uh, the Indie Circus or the Indie, Indie Circuit? Okay. The Indie Circuit. Uh, but the uh, the list of guests continues to grow for uh, Raw 25. Let's talk about it. Dude, this is exciting. DX, Sean. Take a, take a sip first. This is, you guys have a big list. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, the New Age Outlaws, the Dudley Boys, uh, Ron Simmons and JBL, the Bella Twins, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, Ric Flair, The Undertaker, uh, Brother Love just announced. I saw The that. Godfather, because uh, I think my list even here is out of date. Um, and um, I'm forgetting one. Mm. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was going to say the Jekyll, but yes. <laughs> he can't. He's working for TNA Shit. now. No, he's not. Uh, that's right. Don Callis is working for TNA. And oh, who, that's right. Shit, that's right. Um, But, uh, and obviously it, it's being held two locations, the Manhattan Center and the Barclays Center. Uh, it it, it kind of sounds like most of the legends will be appearing at the Manhattan Center. I guess they might have a match or two there, um, and most of the current talent will be over at the Barclays Center. From what I'm, from what I've read, that's a great way to sell to sell out two locations. Sure, sure, sure is. absolutely. Um, I'd almost want to be back at the Manhattan a Million Dollar Center. Man. Oh, he's going to be there. It was announced this week that's as well. Correct. Um. Is there is there a guest out of the the list that's been announced that you guys are looking forward to the most? I'm going to add on to that. Is there one that we're not looking forward to? Oh, to return. All uh, right, so let's go looking forward to the, the most. Twins. 
That's the one you look forward to the most? And the least. <laughs> Bree and Nikki, it makes sense, Jim. Ah, that was my answer, too. Ah, well played, well played. Um, I just think anytime Stone Cold comes back, that's, that's an important thing. Yeah. Like, I just I just said it and thought about, like, the glass shattering, and it's one of those moments where it, it doesn't matter, like, falling in love with professional wrestling during, like, that time. The glass shattering is, is always going to be something that's near and dear uh, to me and probably you know at the moment i'm sure I'd, I'd be able to get chills especially if i was live like that that's huge i mean think of you know even when we were at um was it raw or smackdown and uh it was the uh, smackdown axel and and uh, that was a raw that sandow were doing their thing and we heard hulk hogan music and randy savage's music and what right. they weren't even there Right, just to hear that. Just hearing that live, and it's it's it, it kind of takes you back to. So Stone Cold, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold's the most. Matt, uh, who is your most? Um, I mean, I would say Shawn Michaels because he's my favorite, but he comes back so often that I'm gonna have to agree with Ryan that Stone Cold is it's more reserved. It's it's a bigger moment for that. You know, he's not coming back to plug some shitty christian movie he made <laughs> coming back for this event so I'm what what, what was the name of that movie matt do you do you even remember uh the blind side you were close <laughs> you were close <laughs> um uh, the blind side something about gavin stone oh, i don't yeah. even know why i remember that i have no idea why you remember that uh the one i'm looking forward to obviously Bruce Pritchard. No, just kidding. Right. Um, it's probably Austin for me because he does he doesn't come around a lot. That's correct. So yeah, I'd probably put Austin up there. Do you um, who doesn't come I mean, around? What if what if Austin wheels Brett down <laughs> the, the red carpet <laughs> that they're gonna have? <laughs> um. Well, okay. Since you brought up Bret Hart, is there somebody that has not been announced that you either hope? You know, will be announced this week, or or that will be there. Mine would probably be Bret Hart, obviously. Don't. Nope. All right, I'm gonna pass. I'm just gonna pass. No, go ahead. Pass. No, you can't pass. There is nobody that I hope then. I'm so confused. I can't right? do it. Pass. I'm gonna mute myself. Is it somebody in? Not gonna say. It. Somebody in the Hart family. Nope. Oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt, is there somebody that has not been announced that you uh, would hope to be at Raw 25? Uh, I'm curious to see if, if Hogan makes it there. Um, or like a Jake the Snake. Otherwise, not really. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Whew, we made it. Facebook. Facebook Live. Who Who do you want to see? Uh, Lee Swagger checked in said Hulk Hogan. Um, Frank said Rob Bartlett. I'd, I'd be all right with that. Oh wow, they were just um, yeah, they were just talking about that on uh, obviously on the Bruce Pritchard show because they were talking about the uh, the origins of Monday Night Raw. Well, I'm way behind here. Like, was Edge announced? I didn't hear. Like, that would be another one that. that might oh be no, he. I mean, not not to uh, not to my knowledge. I don't believe Edge has been announced. Um. So is there anybody that, that's showing up that you're just like meh? JBL, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I assume it's it's going to be him and and Ron Simmons as the. I think APA. them coming out as the APA and that'll him, like, be cool. throwing a clothesline from hell. I'm totally fine with. Uh, yeah, that that I'm fine with. Um, 
the Bella Twins is pretty meh. I mean, they haven't really gone anywhere. Well, like the the, the the where I'm confused with them is is are they appearing as like legends or are they? Is this going to be the launching of a, a Bella's comeback? Because I know Jim, it could be both. It could Why be both. Why does it have to be one or the other? Well, they could be at the Manhattan Center as legends and then come over to the Barclays Center and return. They could do that. The Jackal could return. Who the fuck knows? Or the Women's Rumble. (laughs) They certainly could. Um, Well, you also had Kurt Angle was on on the phone. Nikki fucking Bella wins the Women's Women's Rumble, I am never watching. That's done. But if Brie Bella wins, you're cool. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, Brie Bella brought a baby into this world, like a human life. She deserves to win it. Yeah, well, Nikki Bella got engaged to John Cena. I don't know. That's literally that's fair. all I have. That's true. That's, that's all fair. I got. Um, I would. Ha- I, I hate the fact that the Undertaker is going to be here. I fucking hate it. Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't know that. if it's, it's an unpopular opinion or not, but I hate it. Let, let's run down the comments real quick because I, I don't want to miss anything. Frank asks, how old were you when Monday Night Raw debuted in 1993? I was 10. Uh, I would have been. Well, I would have been seven because I would have turned eight in July of that year. Okay, so I actually would have been nothing. There you go. You forgot about birthdays, Ryan. Whatever. Life's hard. So, yeah, I would have been been eight going on nine. Frank was 15. A couple people said... uh, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone was was that movie. Patrick was five when when, when, when Raw debuted. So, we're talking, yeah, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Did you watch that, Matt? No. Will you ever watch that? Probably at some point, okay. like if I get really bored and it's just like, why the fuck not? If Walmart, you have like a flu that cripples you for like three Walmart Friday, had it as part of their like the sofa. $1.97 sale on Black Friday. Oh, there you so go. I picked up a copy. one ninety seven. too steep. I'll, wait, I'll hold out for like the 99 cents. <laughs> People are excited about Stone Cold. Sure. Um Hulk Hogan, Rob Bartlett. But yeah, let's let's uh let's hit on this Undertaker thing because Frank says former WWE Raw GM Donald Trump. That'd be huge. <laughs> it would be uh <laughs> <laughs> Lee it would be big Lee was twelve. Where's it where's it where's it being simulcast at? China. China. Oh, interesting. Um the uh yeah, let's talk about the Undertaker because that's um oh, IRS IRS would be awesome. I mean, it Dibiase, is tax season. It is tax Son season. Dibiase is going to be there. They got maybe they got to push those uh, the uh, Money Inc. Funko Pops. Yeah, they, that's for sure. Um, Virgil will be there. Virgil might be there. He's, He's gonna selling. Be at, he lives out. He li- actually lives on the curb outside of the Manhattan Center. So yeah, he will probably be there. He sells meatball subs out of the grinder <laughs> shop. <laughs> It won't be uh, what, um, folks. It's not going to get better than that joke, right? Instead there, of concessions, so. Kane. It's actually concessions, Virgil. But and that's still his, no line. But that's his actual job. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, still no line. Cause I got some meatballs over here, and there's just no fucking line. Yeah, we nachos don't want are, are down the corridor, but nobody wants shit from Virgil. The uh, yeah, let's talk about the Undertaker here because that's. I, I've seen a lot of mixed opinions about The Undertaker being on this show. I have no problem with The Undertaker being on Raw 25 as a legend. He main evented the first one against Damian Demento. Damian Demento should be at this show. I will amen that. Yeah. Um, however, the hot rumor today 
or today or yesterday that came out is that WWE is going forward with a Undertaker versus John Cena match for WrestleMania. Uh, the dream match. <laughs> Thank you. I was running out of air. And uh, that it's uh, because Cena will be at um, will be at Raw 25. Brock Lesnar will be at Raw 25. Uh, oh, they're spending a Brock Lesnar appearance for this show. Spending That's a Brock Lesnar appearance. But uh, yeah, the Undertaker and Cena. It sounds like they're they're going to start uh, the the program leading up to this coming WrestleMania. Here's the deal. Love the Undertaker easily in like my top two or three favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing about seeing him. Right. I don't even give a shit that they're 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 doing the match with John Cena. I just feel like the way WrestleMania ended, you put him on the last spot, the closing moment of WrestleMania. He takes his coat off, takes his gloves off, leaves him in the center of the ring. There's nothing more symbolic. And, 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 and like that moment, that was a wrestling moment right. that I will remember watching that and be like, dude, is he, is he done? Is he not done? That is what bothers me. That right. You cannot replicate. You can go do it again. It just, why would you do right. it again? Why would you do it in the right. first it place? Doesn't, it, it, uh, to me, it, it lessens that moment, any retirement uh you know, announcement match, what have you, right. from here on out, it 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 lessens that. Um, yeah, I, I like he has become the kiss of WWE. Like I'm done, we're back. I'm done, we're back. I'm done. Different basis, we're back. To be fair, Ryan, the farewell tour was the last time that the original four played together. Doesn't fucking. That's matter. all I'm saying. I'm just saying. It's not like they're having literally nobody in Leonard Skinner had was in Leonard it's Skinner originally, like they're, but they're still somehow. But like, it's not like they're having uh, the guy that played Fake Taker play. Well, maybe that's what they're going to do. So, like, who played Fake Taker? Was it one of not the, Don Callis because <laughs> he was the Jackal. He was the Jackal. Um, no, like I mean, maybe the Dead Man Undertaker is retired, but the American Badass Undertaker. Uh, still have his WrestleMania moment with John fuck, Cena. Dude. Wouldn't you would be more pissed if you hear that? Mm. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> Cena's in the ring and here rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, like that god. would ruin your that would fucking ruin your life. That oh my god! Now I honest to god don't know what's worse if if it's they're just gonna ruin the the retirement moment or if it's gonna be uh oh my god wow. Or is it? Yeah, is it gonna be? I need more Fred Durst. Get the footsteps. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. Because you got to wait for it. You got to build that anticipation. Right. Dead man walking. Oh man. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. What a dark time. It was. Now, don't act like you weren't a Limbiscuit fan because of fucking everybody we all, okay, was. Okay, we all were. But we I, all were. You know what I didn't need was Limbiscuit playing the entrance theme to for the, the Undertaker. Undertaker. I agree. Um, Still to this well, day, I, Break Stuff is, is a song. Too for a spell, he right? did. I forgot about right, that. It, that. That was the first theme when he came out as the what American Badass. What song did he use then? Was that American Badass? Oh, oh okay. The Obviously. And, but then I thought the, it was that Cheryl Crow picture. 
song. <laughs> no, it was uh, <laughs> it was Cowboy. <laughs> Man, it was just. Now, what did that one sound like? Are you looking it up? Well, there was uh, a oh, fucking red lobster, red lobster ads. That, oh, so let's talk about food real quick. I went to Ruby Tuesday the other day. They don't give the fucking biscuits no more. Like the little cheesy wait, biscuits. I, wait, thing. at all? No, they don't fucking have them. I was uh, pissed. Did Ruby uh, Tuesday so apparently ever I have, have those? Yeah, they had, yeah, they had their they had biscuits. Oh, there was this one. Oh, this one's even worse. Yeah. Now, who was that? Is that a Jim Johnson one? That's a Jim Johnson. Good thing they got rid of that asshole for this one. <laughs> it's like, oh, we just discovered that you made this theme, Jim. You're fired. It's like, yeah, I made that in like 1999. Yeah, you're fired. You're done. Um, they bring back Trump for one final episode. <laughs> oh, this was the creepy kids. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the kids were creepy. And never step outside this bed. Never kiss you all me. What's happening? Now back from the dead. Who could be back from the dead? Are you scared? The jackal! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. It was at Judgment Day. It was at the end of the yeah. Iron Man match with Triple H and The Rock. You gotta wait for it. Forever. Apparently you have to wait forever for it. Oh, the American... I get it. Oh, yeah, they had to censor it. They had to edit. Yeah, it's enough of that. Does anybody listen to Kid Rock anymore? Is anybody listening to us anymore if we're playing Kid Rock and Limp Biscuit? Anybody out there? The comments <laughs> stopped. <laughs> hey, um, Kid Rock might be in Congress soon, so I'm sure people listen to him. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's uh, true. Brian Lee was fake taker. Yes, yeah, Brian he was Lee. not the jackal. He was not the jackal. And he was not in the oddities. And he was not in that other faction. Correct. Chronic. That was with Brian Adams. Mm. Summer 69, Brian Adams? No, other Brian Adams. Oh, not appearing at Raw 25, Brian Adams. That is correct. Okay. Um, wow, that's horrible. Uh, <laughs> I guess Patrick's a Kid Rock fan. Here's to you. There you go. Um, but no, I mean, I, I said for years that, you know, I don't care how many times The Undertaker comes out and, and wrestles at WrestleMania, comes back for one year, but after the way WrestleMania ended and the, the, the post-match stuff, with the Undertaker last year, I mean, he did the fist thing. And he went down into the stage. It took twenty-two minutes. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, I don't want to. I, I mean, it, it, it would appear that it's going to happen, or at least it's the hot rumor. I, 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 it definitely takes away from from for me what what happened last year. I agree, and I'm, it's disappointing to me. I, I guess I'm so, not I'm shocked. Just disappointed. Wait, I'm not angry. You're not angry about it. You're I'm not angry at him. I'm just disappointed. So you're like a father that like caught his kid smoking cigarettes. Like yeah. I'm not really mad. I'm not with mad. You, like you know, you're gonna try. Talk it. to the W. Let the WWE know how you feel, Jim. This is your moment. You you just go ahead and talk to him. You know, WWE. I'm not mad at you. I can't. I can't be mad at you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Thanks for making me laugh, dickhead. It's a serious moment, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'm not mad. I feel like Jim's struggling to even say he's disappointed with WWE. It's just taken and his fists are clenched. You can't see, but his fist <laughs> He's like that Arthur meme. With the, with the, that's what he's like right now. But I am WWE. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in this. Undertaker, I'm not mad at you. You're one of my favorites ever. But I am disappointed. Taker in both me? of your top five. I got to. I got to get a tissue. I'm upset. Just, um, top top five necessarily. I'm not sure. Ryan literally is getting. He's he's for Klempt. Um, I would put him. I would put him in my top five like characters. He might be my my number one character just because of you know the the ability to change and uh, evolve the character, even going through the silly biker shit. Um, but, but top five wrestlers, uh, that's tough. Probably not top five wrestlers, but he's I mean, probably my number one gimmick. Brett Owen, Stu, Danny Hart. Um, <laughs> there was no Danny Hart. Let's and then, and then Bruce Hart and then the Undertaker probably. Yeah. <laughs> Just outside of the top five. Uh, hello, uh, Davey Boy Smith and Jim Neidhart come in above. Like they weren't actually hearts. But, but just they, by ma- they married into the family, sure. So they can't be in the top five because they're not actually hearts. So they they have to just sit right outside the top five. That's fair. That's <laughs> so fair. how many how many Hart family members are actually in your top five? Well, there's Danny Hart, of course. Danny Hart was a who big the hell one. is Danny Hart? He was the um the uh, the deaf mute son of Stu and Helen Hart. Um, had a really good career, and he overcame a lot of obstacles in his life. He was uh he was big in AAA. Down in, in Mexico. Yeah. The Canadians had a huge force down there. He, I don't know. He wrestled that... under a mask. El Harto <laughs> 4 was his name. <laughs> Old Danny Hart. I don't know if I've ever actually made like a top five wrestlers list. Really? Yeah. Wow. And they clearly would all be from the WWE. Naturally. Naturally. And if not, you would use their lesser known WWE moniker, Jackal. <laughs> Um, like, I mean, if I, you know, even I, I didn't like Raven as much, but Johnny Polo naturally, right. naturally huge, right? Huge <laughs> Raven. What are you talking about? <laughs> Lee says, you uh, mean the Quebecers manager. That was where it was at, right? Uh, Samoa Joe versus John Cena has natural, better storyline with the history, uh, for WrestleMania would be a better match. This is from Lee Swigert. Uh, he says, love the undertaker. We have no interest in seeing him wrestle anymore. Bingo. He has nothing else. And I mean, again, Go back and watch the match from last year. The match was not good. No, no. It was the spectacle of seeing The Undertaker's 22-minute entrance, his 11-minute exit. Again, I think the symbolism of, of him taking off the, the gloves and folding everything right. in the ring. Yeah. It, the uh, crew leaving it there as they were breaking it down. Right. You cannot recreate that. For, for days. Correct. Everybody in the WWE's, you know, hashtag thank you, Taker. Fans, hashtag thank you, right. Taker. Like, it... Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. And again, I'm, maybe we're jumping to a conclusion that he's going to wrestle again. Maybe he's just here to be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then just like Wait, leave. Wasn't he always Team SmackDown? Well, that's what he said at, at the, at the uh, SmackDown 900. And then never appeared on SmackDown again. He has not been back <laughs> on SmackDown since then. I'm Team Blue. And James Ellsworth is, Ellsworth is like, yeah, you're damn right. That's right. Um, and Edge was there. Edge was like, you think you know me? 
It was a great time. <laughs> Frank says he's still holding out hope. They're misleading us, and it'll actually be Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Now, that would would you be in for that? No. I, I'd be more into that. I just I just feel like the way that Taker was sent out, right. there's no need to, to do it again because it's not going to be as good as it was the first time. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I it's yeah, I, I'm I would be more not that I wanna see Stone Cold wrestle because I, I oh God. I don't think that uh you know what his last match was at WrestleMania nineteen. So I mean it's been a considerable amount of time. Right. I'm not a math math major by any stretch of the imagination, but um I don't need to see Austin, but I'd rather Austin than The Undertaker. I would, too, just I, for the sake of... I don't really want to see... I mean, obviously, it'll be WrestleMania. We'll be watching if it happens, but I, I don't need or want to ever see The Undertaker wrestle again. Will you turn your back on your beloved product if Taker wrestles at WrestleMania? <laughs> no. no. And if there is a question... Okay, if I didn't turn my back on WrestleMania when fucking Zack Ryder... Won the Intercontinental title. Great moment. For you, it was a great moment because you were watching Ryan and I go through the uh, peaks and valleys of a. I enjoyed it. Are you kidding me? I popped. I think I popped harder than Matt for that. I might have popped harder. You popped harder for me getting pissed. You getting pissed, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you popped harder for. Hey, Bob checks in. Hey, it's an inside joke. I mean, Jim, were you more upset with Ryder winning the IC title? Or with Mojo Rawley winning the over the top. Oh, easily! Uh, I was more mad with Ryder winning the Intercontinental title because it was an actual title that meant something, and he also I thought it was going to be the Miz that won because he yes. Yes. threw the Miz off the ladder. So I went from like yes Miz to motherfucking no, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. It was it was such it was it wasn't even a gut punch. It was a dick punch. <laughs> I don't get why you don't like the guy so much. I can't stand him. I ch- I can't. I never have. Um, but I mean, Mo- like Mojo Raleigh winning the. I hope you bump into Zack Ryder like on the street Monday, or, or we might go up to Hershey because we only get house shows or something. I guess. <laughs> and you're up at a house show, and Zack Ryder's getting like nachos uh, to take backstage, and and he's like, "Fuck you, Jim," and just walks away. <laughs> That would actually probably because that would at least means he knows who I am and I would tell him to work. say it. Fuck Did you! Drive- Act like you're that important. I'd be like, "Hey, Zach, were we behind Zach uh, Ryder at the when we left the SmackDown 900? We might have. Been, yes, yes, we actually were. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Jim I thought you were going to say we were not- in line at Sunoco and he was applying for a Give job or finger. something. I don't know. We yeah. would never bump into him at a Sunoco. We're not Aubrey Rose. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, again, Charlotte, so weird to see you here. I'm just buying a Twix bar. What's going on, girl? Aubrey, Can I get Aubrey, why are, why are you like holding one of my shirts? Oh, it must have fell out of your bag. I was just bringing it back to you. Um, uh, Frank, thank you for commenting that. Uh, do you have a, uh, do you have like, does he have a business page? Like a Frank Boris photography page? Uh, this guy, Frank, he does probably some of the best ringside photography that we've seen uh, a great friend of the show love seeing him at independent shows um if not check out his page he's commented a few times on here uh give some of his pictures a like he just made a collage of a, a lot of the promo shots that he's taken yes. uh within the past 2017 
So, uh, Frank, a top-notch job. Absolutely love seeing you at your shows, brother, and uh, keep up the good work. Absolutely. Um, all right, any other thoughts on, on Raw 25 or uh, The Undertaker returning? Jackal. The Jackal. <laughs> um, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Oh, speaking of The Jackal, I'm glad, I'm glad I said that. Um, so I was obviously Wrestle Kingdom 12 has come and gone. Uh, everybody has talked about it. I thought it was a great show. Everybody thought it was a great show. Fuck you. What happened? Anyway, so so Don Callis was the announcer, correct? Or not the ring announcer, the the commentator for the show, correct? Correct. On Access TV, it is the Jim Ross commentary. Now so I've, they have redubbed it. Okay. Now I've seen um, I've seen a lot of people that did not care for the Jim Ross and is it Josh Barnett? Correct. Uh, the, the, the Ross and Barnett commentary because they feel like uh, JR is almost kind of like phoning it in. Like he just doesn't really. I totally agree. Yeah, like, like it's a tough listen. Like it's not this, to the same level that he, you know, he calls the uh, you know, May Young Classic or, or, you know, The Undertaker versus Ray. I 100% agree with that. Wow. Really? It was very dis- disenfranchised hearing him call i mean he 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 misspoke some of the names some of the moves he he didn't call right that's a shame yeah it really was it really really was it was not great because i know in in the in the past when i've when i've you know seen it that um you know he 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 did do a pretty good job but uh, you know maybe this is since he's you know been been back in with the wwe like he just it's a project that he doesn't care as much about maybe it it was it was very clear even lee just said that, that it seems like jim ross didn't give a damn about it and i couldn't agree more it just it, it was very flat so i mean it's I mean, you, it's cool to hear jim ross call wrestling it absolutely sure absolutely is. but you, you would say for for that show it was probably it's probably a uh it would probably be better just to uh have left it the way it was new japan yeah. okay yeah um yeah because i thought uh kevin kelly and, and don Callis, who is also Cyrus the Virus uh, did 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 a really awesome job on uh, New Japan World. So, um, Matt and Jeff Hardy should once again be able to uh, use the full characters from the Broken Universe. What? Uh, Impact Wrestling President Ed Nordholm and Matt Hardy were able to reach an agreement that allows the Hardys to utilize their Broken Universe characters moving forward. The uh, terms of the agreement still unclear. Matt tweeted a photo of him with Ed Nordholm and said, I am thrilled to proclaim that we have acquired new allies on our side of the Great War. Uh, Adding Ed Nordholm and the Owl of Anthem have revealed themselves as majestic beings who stand on the side of the light. The light always emerges. Hashtag Woken Warriors. Everything is copacetic and wonderful. So that's kind of exciting. That's exciting. Now maybe he can do more than just fucking laugh for a minute and a half. Yeah, the laugh, the laugh thing uh, is a little much. So you know, maybe, maybe we'll actually be able to uh, dive a little deeper into the the Hardy and their broken universe. But hey, he beat Kurt Hawkins, so we've we've officially seen the in ring debut yes. of this woken character. Uh, so now, do, do we see him transition to a broken character? You think is there? Is that something we're going to see? Maybe them actually use the term broken. And when do they start shooting fireworks at each other? I don't know. Uh, it might be once Jeff comes back from injury. Okay, so that's when it's going to happen. Brother Nero. Yes. Okay. As opposed to Brother Faro. 
Yeah, I'm an, I'm an yeah. asshole. I'm sorry. I I do apologize for that. Now, are you guys mad at me for that, or maybe just I'm only mad at you at our like our group chats when you when you drop bad puns. Okay, all right. Um, but no, I I think it it will uh, the, this them coming to an agreement on this will offer more of an opportunity to uh you know I- expand on what they've been doing with this, which is which I I am happy about because I thought that. It, at first, it was really cool to, to see that character a little bit, but it, it the fact that you knew it couldn't get to the level that it once was um, was kind of disappointing. So I'm, I'm you know, I, I do hope that this gets to that level. Now, Matt, have you you? I, I assume you still have not ever, or you, you don't want to be the guy that watches the like the whole broken stuff now, right? No, I can't anymore. It's done. <laughs> um, all right. WWE Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, all of the teams and first round matchups uh, have been announced. It premieres Tuesday night. Uh, this coming Tuesday night uh, at 10 o'clock exclusively, exclusively on Facebook Watch. Uh, again, uh, the Mixed Match Challenge. The first... So it sounds like it's only so it's going to be just one match a week. So oh my god, how long is this crap? Twelve be? weeks. Nope, I'm already done. Right, Give me done. total bellas. <laughs> Screw this, dude. So, Jim, yeah. uh, a listener, literally just listened and just messaged me. You can get the Jackal action figure for only five ninety nine on eBay. The Jackal there action is, figure the Jackal. right there. What about a Don Callis action figure? Nope, just the Jackal. Just action the Jackal. Figure. Okay, correct. All how right. exciting that is, Jim. There you know what you're getting for Christmas next year? The Jackal action God figure. God damn right you are. Oh, <laughs> six bucks for shipping. Maybe not. Ooh, yeah. It's... Uh, what do they think this is made out of fucking gold? Right? My God, Come it's on, the throw Jackal Throw in a bubble envelope. Sake. I can get that for four four dollars <laughs> ship, buddy. All right, week one matchup. Finn Balor and Sasha Banks versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalia. Week two, The Miz and Asuka taking on Big E and Carmella. Week three, Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss taking on Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. Week four, probably, in my opinion, maybe the weakest of the uh, opening round matchups, Goldust and Alicia Fox taking on Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Week five, Elias and Bailey taking on Rusev and Lana. Week six, uh, Apollo Crews and Nia Jax taking on Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. So there they are. I wasn't listening. I know you weren't. Um, can you can you at least predict who you think might win this? Nia Jax, just Nia Jax. Yes. Well, what happens to her partner? He will do great as well. No, no. What happens to his to her partner? He will also win it. Okay. Together. So why did you just say Nia Jax? Because she'll do the heavy hitting. <laughs> who's who's her partner, Ryan? Don Callis. <laughs> Uh, let me see. It's it's Enzo Amore. No. Fuck. No. It's Billy Kidman. We mentioned him earlier tonight. We did mention him earlier tonight. He's not Billy Kidman. Okay. Uh, who the hell is Nia Jax? I, I just named. Is it Heidenreich? It is not Heidenreich. I don't know, dude. I really have no can clue. Can you name. Be... Now, Ralph gets it. I'm not going to read the comment. You can because I figured it was where you were headed with the joke anyway. 
Can you what name joke? What joke? either of the teams? Hold on, I'm not even on the live video anymore. Can you was... name me any of the teams? Both competitors. Natty Neidhart and the Great Collie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Hornswoggle? <laughs> Matt, do you have uh, have a prediction of who might win? Don't the... trip. <laughs> ah, Natty Neidhart. <laughs> I mean, the only team that I know, well, there's two teams I know both competitors, but I'm going to choose Braun and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite team and the one that I hope wins. I would think it's going to be the Robe Warriors. That's great. Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> I was waiting for the delay to uh to, to finally get you. Um At least says Miz and Oscar, and that kind of makes sense. Can't beat Oscar, right? She's got that Goldberg thing going. Well, the Miz could get pinned. But she would still lose her a team, Jim. They're a team. Ooh. She hasn't lost. That's uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. So Miz getting pinned or not is is no, you're right. Not the case. You're right. You're right. Um, I kind of wish they would put Kurt Hawkins in this, and this is how they would break a streak. And like the <laughs> like he would just stand on the ring apron the whole time and and have the woman do all the, literally all the work, but still pick up a win and then snap his snap his losing streak this way. That's pretty good. But you got to push that merch though. But yeah, you do. You're right. You gotta got to push that merch. Sh- When's the last time Zach uh, or Kurt Hawkins got a new shirt? Uh well, this is probably the fir- probably the first one. Um. So still no in, no no interest in this at all. You're not twelve no. weeks. It's one match. That's like four months. That's like three months. Three months. There you go. Um, it's one match though. You just got to tune into one match. After I SmackDown goes off the air. Tune into one match. What do you want them to do? A, a whole tournament in one night after SmackDown? Yeah. Just get it over with. <laughs> Just be done. Just, Just get it. Just be done with it. Why on Facebook? Right. I mean, because broadcasting things on Facebook is because uh, we do it. It makes it okay. It's just I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. Matt, it, will you watch this at all? Uh probably not. All right. Um, a little fallout from uh, Alpha versus Omega. Jim, will you be watching this? Uh, to be honest, I may not. <laughs> See? You give us shit. I know what your job is the host, but... Yeah, you know. Um, Fallout from Alpha versus Omega. Um, Kenny Omega was on Talk as Jericho this week. Pretty in- in- interesting interview, uh, hearing a little bit of how the whole thing came together. Um, Jericho saying he hopes that uh, you know maybe there'll be Alpha versus Omega two at some point, uh, which kind of teased it up a little bit. But it came out today that it looks like Kenny Omega has uh, resigned with New Japan through February of 2019. So if we would see another Alpha versus Omega, it would still be in New Japan most likely. Um, I'd be on board to you know to see a second match with those two. Does that disappoint you? The, the the Ring of Honor news, or I'm sorry, the, the New Japan news? That he re-signed? Yes, him? yeah. Would you no. have liked to see this in the WWE? Or? 
I mean, I would have been fine seeing it in WWE, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to see it in WWE. Okay. Uh, I thought, you know, the the, um, you know what what Jericho did over there was a it was a different version of Jericho. It was, um, let a, me let me rephrase. Is it more important for a Alpha Omega two to happen in New Japan or in the WWE? Um. Actually, from from that aspect, I think it's probably more important that it happens in New Japan. So. Okay, and it's still a bringing United States fans to New Japan more than yes. Omega would bring fans to the WWE. Yeah. Um. So I'm like on a business business wise. Yeah, because like I think WWE as as a global brand. I mean, in you know the people in Japan are aware of it. I mean, WWE does you know does tours over there and they travel over there. So I I, I don't think that you're bringing Kenny Omega over because you you already have guys that were huge in Japan that have already come to the WWE. So I don't know how many more fans are going to come to the WWE because of Kenny Omega. I think, you know, continuing to build New Japan as a glo- as a more global brand outside of outside of just Japan it would be, I think having Jericho there again would be correct. Playing to that. That's fair. Okay. Um yeah, that, that that yeah, but it, it was a, it was a good interview. You enjoy if you, um, you know, enjoyed the match or whatever. I, I recommend the listen because it was uh, it's an interesting perspective how it came together. Uh, and the last thing I had, I, I tweeted out and and posted Facebook yesterday. Um, a guy that is just is just begging for relevancy and and you know maybe he's getting his wish. But Vince Russo tweeted uh, Russo and Ferrara being snubbed to Raw twenty fifth anniversary. You can write all the revisionist propaganda you want. We'll never change the numbers that will be there long after we're both gone. We all need to humble ourselves. Everybody was great during that period, especially the fans. Here's my question. Okay, is he wrong? That uh, is he wrong about what? About about the numbers. No, I mean it was the highest rating numbers they ever had. Okay. Um here's my question. Why would a uh, writer who never appeared, to the best of my you know recollection, never appeared on screen as a character in the WWE on Raw, why would Vince Russo be brought to Raw 25? You, you've got a point. I you agree. know what I mean? I agree. Like, the people that they're bringing are characters. Like, they're not bringing Bruce Pritchard, the writer. Correct. They're bringing Brother Love. Correct. You know what I mean? No, he like, appeared as a character in WCW. Right, but this is Right, this, is, w- this right. isn't like... I don't believe he ever appeared as a character. I don't remember Russo or Ferrara being on Raw. I don't remember Ferrara being on WCW. I mean, everybody, I was, definitely remember Bruce. Was it Ferrara, Oklahoma? Was he? I mean, not as Ferrara. Right. Like, but, I mean, he was I mean, he was himself. Right, like, he was. He, right, right, correct. correct. He was himself I mean, on, he on He kind of did the, the Eric Bischoff thing. As sure. A, right, right. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Like, I get the guy's a bit of an a-hole um, and has done his share of trashing the company. I mean, Bruce Pritchard has done his share of trashing the company. Sure. Since he's left. But I think there's more value in... In brother Bruce, love, in, in brother love slash Bruce Pritchard right now than Vince Russo. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I just, I just don't think, 
I think he's got a point to to slight him totally. Um, would would not be good. But this is a show of of people who were on air. Like this is. I mean, like they're not br- they're not bringing thing, right? Tommy Blotcha back, you know, right? To be fair. back, even to be back. Like, I, like, do you want to be backstage with the guys? Is that what Russo wants? Like, does I, he de- does he deserve that? I mean, I suppose, but I, I just, I mean, you, he I, he cuts can't. down the majority of the roster on a weekly basis. Well, then that's his problem, and they'll sort that out backstage. All right. Then you just drop the invite and let that let you know let it sort it out itself. Yeah, I, I suppose that's how I would that's how I would handle that. Hey, you don't have nothing for you on air, but if you want to come, you know, we do respect what you, what you did for us. Um, your contributions, you know, you can't look past the you know the this is your life segment, the highest rated segment. You know, in 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 raw history. I mean, okay. I mean, fair enough. I just I saw that yesterday, and it, and I just was like, man, for a dude that just, I mean, he literally is making like a podcast career out of hate, like hating the WWE. Sure, right now, like the current product. Like I, I just, but yeah. I mean, again, like doesn't he have a right to kind of do that when he's pulling in like steady sixes, sevens, eights? And and WWE is currently struggling to pull in a two. Well, you consume it differently, yeah. and yada yada yada. I mean, I think he has a point. He can't. He has a point. Well, if if you're looking strictly at rating numbers, you you absolutely he does have a point. So why wouldn't he look at rating numbers like that? Backs up his argument. You know, he's not going to look at at, at at WWE stock or something like that if it doesn't. It's not in his favor. Don't look at it. Fair enough. You know, if you're going to argue, you argue your strengths and you hide your weaknesses. The guy's great at arguing his strengths. The ratings were fucking great under him. Right. Period. Yeah. I mean, so to that, he has a point. Is he an asshole and he probably doesn't belong there? Sure. Yeah. I just, I, I don't see, I don't see a reason to bring in Vince Russo for Raw 25 or for our. What about Raw 35? Sure. Why not? Okay. Maybe by then. Who would you bring back more? Ferrara or the Jackal? No, Jackal. Okay, for sure. Um, but now to to you know you know add on to this, does Vince Russo ever get put into the WWE Hall of Fame, or should he? Probably. Okay. Should he? Yes. Should he? Or will he? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. That that I agree with. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame, um, but. He probably won't be. Um, Real quick, missing and all the has Mick Foley been announced for this? I haven't. Is that a big name that's been left? I off? haven't seen him. I mean, The Rock hasn't been announced for it. Well, he's busy probably making a, a Tooth Fairy movie or some shit. <laughs> well, Mick Foley's got to be busy with. Um, Lee Swigert checks in. Russo is delusional. All he did was pitch ideas to Vince McMahon. Uh, the screw job helping Mr. McMahon and uh, feuding with Austin drew the numbers. Uh, I find it hard to believe that it was two writers that created those ratings. Um, well, I mean, from from at least from the the, the Bruce Pritchard uh, episode of uh, the Vince Russo episode of something to wrestle with. I mean, it, it was it was a very small writing team back then, and actually, the reason why there are so many writers now, from what Pritchard said, was because when Russo left. On like a he like quit on a Friday, they were scrambling to to rewrite the show because Vince was Vince Russo was the, the lead writer, so that's why now there is a, a gigantic team. Right. So if you lose somebody, there's 
10 other people that have been right. a part of the process. So if you, you know, it to, to the crappiness of today's product to, to bring it all around is probably in part due to Vince Russo. Bro. So, bro. yeah, bro. <laughs> Um, I don't know how we made this whole segment without, without broing each other. A I, times. I have no idea. Drop the ball. Um, and then just bringing up the Hall of Fame, um, I saw today that uh, the rumor, now this is Meltzer, the, the rumored headliner uh, for this year's Hall of Fame is... I didn't see this. I'm, I'm excited. You have not seen this? Matt, have, have you not. seen this? I have not. Prepare to be disappointed, boys. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Please say Bobby Lashley. Goldberg. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the hot name from a year ago. And yeah. I was a little bummed. Um, I, I've I've heard uh, a Bam Bam Bigelow rumor. I'm okay with that for induction. Um, I think that was the only two that I that I've really seen. I'm all right with that. But Goldberg is the headliner. Right. Here's the deal. He's going to be in at some point. Not surprised. Just get it over with. Get it. Get it over with. Get it's him. It's not near Philly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm more. And I guess that too. That that uh, WWE because usually they announce next year's WrestleMania around the Royal Rumble. Correct. Um, which the Royal Rumbles in Philadelphia kind of is right. So I've heard. Yeah, uh, Northeast is is the heavy favorite. It wouldn't shock me if it was most likely. Uh, MetLife again, holding out hope for Philly, but uh, either place is close enough. MetLife close enough that you know we we can we can probably get there. Damn right, we can get there. Have to, don't have to fly to New Orleans or uh, anywhere else. That that's really all I have, guys. I don't know if you have anything else to uh, to add this week. I uh, just saw that Game Changer Wrestling and Joey Janela have announced that they are doing Joey Janela's Spring Break two Ooh. this year. Now that was the one that. that uh, the the Joey Janela Spring Break clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. What a great match. The Invisible Man Glacier. Joey Janela just recently wrestled the Invisible Man himself. No shit. Yeah, make sure you check out Joey Janela on Facebook. Give that video a like. So I saw that Joey Janela was really close to getting Mickey Rourke to wrestle him as Randy the Ram. I don't know if we talked about this before. Oh my god, are you no, serious? we haven't. But we'll how talk about it. fucking awesome would that have been? Is that wait? That's for real. That he's that he's trying he, to do that. He tweeted that he was really close, like a couple months ago. Oh my god! To getting that to happen, that would be fucking amazing. That would be great. I hope that happens. I hope that somehow that can that can still happen. But I, yeah, that would be that would be spectacular. But, and Marissa Tomei has to be there. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we should make sure she has to be at Joey Janela's uh, Spring Break too, because that'd be cool as well. Correct. Tickets are available currently at TicketFi dot com. Uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break two, Friday the uh, the sixth. It's going to be at eleven fifty five p.m. So a midnight show. Well, that's what it was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was after. Yeah. Well, that would have been after NXT. Because Saturday would have been the Hall of Fame. Going into the, okay. Well, Hall of Fame they did on Friday last year. Oh, then it was after the Hall of Fame, before NXT, before Mania then or something. Okay, so it was after Hall of Fame, Friday night going into Saturday. Correct. It's going to be at, uh, in Kenner, Louisiana. Uh, You can also find more information at morethanmania.com. It's more 
thanmania.com. One of my favorite shows last year. Absolutely fucking loved it. It was. It was a lot of fun. How did you watch that last year, Ron? Was that Flow One Slam? One Flow Slam, yeah. So who the hell knows how I'm going to have to find it this year. But <laughs> and Like Twitch is the big thing now, I think. Yeah, people are twitching or some shit. I would imagine. I still don't know what the hell that Isn't is. Isn't that a Will Smith song, Twitch? I've... No, you're thinking of uh, just the two of us. Got it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought you were thinking of the Will Smith movie, Hitch. No. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> just the delayed. No, um, the, the song was the song was Switch. By the way. Oh yeah, Switch. I had no idea. That's all right. Um, Matt, anything? You're Matt. You have anything else? Ryan, anything else? No, I don't got nothing. All right, no. uh, Matt. You better you better damn say play just the two of us to get us out of this show. You have until I don't know two minutes or three minutes to make this happen, Jim. <laughs> Matt, anything else yeah. uh, to add? That's Who is me. the woman of the week? Woman of the week was our guest from tonight, uh, Hannah Harkoff. Make sure you're giving her a follow. Uh, I will make an announcement about what we're doing with the woman of the year stuff this year. Again, congrats to Maddie Max for winning last year, and that's about it. All right, very good, Matt. We Maddie will. Max. Uh, we will. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. See you guys, man. I right, see you, Matt. Take it easy, Matt. Um, Ryan, um, yeah, make sure everybody uh, that that is that's following along, make sure you stay uh, stay in close attention to our social media stuff. We're going to be announcing the. Um, oh, this is the video with the with the little kid. Oh, there we go. There you go. With uh, the six front row tickets for CWA coming up in two weekends down in Delaware. We sure do. So just uh, make sure you're paying attention to that so you can hear or uh, find out how you can end up going to that show for free. It's going to be a great night. Free Uh, is my favorite price. It is literally the best price. It is literally the best price ever. So again, thank you all for tuning in. Head over to 3CountThursday.com for uh, everything relating to us. You can also head over to Undisputed Belt. Ryan, hold this thing up. I love this song. That is an example of a uh, championship belt that you will get on UndisputedBelts.com. That is the one I won for winning my fantasy football league. It's uh, high-quality stuff. Metal plates, heavy. Uh, it's, it's a great this is This is metal. This is for real. Yeah, it's, this, is, this is a heavy belt. Yeah. This is great quality. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Head over to UndisputedBelts.com. Also visit our sports baseball, the sponsor of our home network, and GSDSports.com. Head over there. You can also subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Play, and Stitcher. But bottom line, folks, the place to be for our shirts and watermaneuver.net for the collar and elbow brand deal to get 10% off your order. All of that information and much, much more is over at 3CountThursday.com. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, go for the pins and all sometimes i wonder what you gonna be a general a doctor maybe a mc i want to kiss you all the time but i will test that butt when you cut out a line true that uh-uh-uh. why you do that i try to be a tough dad but you be making me laugh crazy joy when
Attention fantasy baseball fans, come to the next level and experience virtual Major League Baseball ownership. Our sports provides an advanced and authentic experience combining fantasy and virtual sport. By owning and operating an our sports franchise, you compete for championships in cash and leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise, log on to OurSportsBaseball.com or find them on Facebook as Our Sports Baseball or on Twitter at Our Sports Baseball and make that dream a reality. 